and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We thank you, God. We praise you this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, good morning. Uh, today, we'll get our devotion from chapter 69 of Psalms, which was written by David. Let's read from verse 30 again, just like what I read uh, in the beginning. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify Him with thanksgiving. You know, this is interesting verse because when David wrote this, he was actually in the midst of suffering. What was David's emotion during this time, you know, prior writing verse 60? And let's read it from verse 1. It says there, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sing in my deep mire where there's no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. I am very weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grew dim with the waiting for my God. You know, the words that David used here was very detailed you know, for us to be able to understand what was his feeling at that time. You know, he was asking God to save him because he felt like you know, the waters are coming up to his neck. Have you ever felt that in your situation? Yung feeling niyo yung water come up to your neck, parang feeling yung nalulunod na kayo. And that's the very reason why David was asking God to save him from his situation. And then reading uh, forward, he said, I was sinking in a deep mire. You know, that mire is a swampy ground sa Tagalog po kumunoy. Have you ever been in that situation that you're trying to do everything to stand and move on from where you are, but instead you feel like you're still sinking? Now, I can imagine the fear to be in that position. And then read, reading forward, he said, He was weary crying out to God. You know, na siya sa kakaiyak kay Lord. Sabi ron, his throat was parched. Meaning, nagda-dried up na po yung throat nyo. Probably, uh, he was... Uh, it was drying up because he was crying out to God all day long. And it says here, his eyes grew dim with waiting on God. You know, the feeling of hopeless and almost giving up. Have you ever felt that in your life? You know, all these words that was used was actually, for me, describes a feeling of overwhelmed, stressed out, you know, hopeless, helpless, and desperate. That was David's emotion prior to writing verse 30. The question is, why did David had that feeling? What was his situation during that time? So let's continue in verse 4. It says there, More in number than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. Mighty are those who would destroy me, those who attack me with lies. What I did not steal must I now restore. While reading that verse, you know, this sounds to me like he's in a big trouble. Uh, there were a lot of people who's hating him. There were people, and these people were mighty, and they're aggressively attacking him. You know, maybe you're not in the same situation, 
but in a sense, you're also feeling, you know, you're facing a lot of troubles, challenges, and feeling like the world is against you, just like David. And you're feeling overwhelmed with the many things that are happening. Have you ever felt that? You know, this is David's emotion in situation when he was writing verse 30. And many of us can probably relate with him because of the troubles, hardships, and challenges that we're facing or you are facing. And that's really part of life, you know. It's not actually a question of will it come or not because it will surely come, but it's a question of when. And hopefully, when it happens, you know, we're prepared. But most of the times, it happens when we expect it the least. And sometimes, situations like this would lead us to question God. Parang, Lord, why? Lord, why did it happen? Lord, why me? Or why now? Or sometimes, it leads us, you know, to a situation or position where we really would just wanted to give up. But we have to remember that even David went through this tough time in his life. David emerged at the end of his life. What did God said? David was a man after God's own heart. <clears throat> Imagine in the midst of all these sufferings. Who among you here you want to experience the same? That in the midst of sufferings, you will come out a man or a woman after God's own heart. The question is, how did it happen? You know, I believe, as, as I study the word, uh, the key was in verse 13. When David wrote, you know, wrote this after pouring out his emotion and describing his situation, the phrases in verse 13, it says there, But as for me, my prayer is to you, O Lord, at an acceptable time, O God. In the abundance of your steadfast love, answer me in your saving faithfulness. Now, when I was studying this verse, the phrases that really caught my attention was the phrase, but as for me. So now there's two lessons I really saw in this verse on how we can still uh, thrive in the midst of suffering. It says here, but as for me, it sounded to me that it's not words of desperation, but actually words of decision. So the first lesson we can learn is that in the midst of sufferings, we can validate our emotion, but it should not dictate our decision. Just like David, he poured out everything. He validated all his emotion, but at the end, he said, but as for me, he made a decision. Now, I remember a point in my life you know, where God asked me to do something and it feels like it's overwhelming. I feel like, Lord, can I really do this? I was full of fears. And I'm glad because when I talked to my leader about it, he said, Radnell, it's okay to have fears because you're human and it's normal. But I want you to take courage. You know, there's a big difference between fear and courage. Fear is an emotion, but courage is a decision. Sabi niya, courage is not an emotion, but a decision to do what God has called you to do despite of your fears. And so that comforted me na, Lord, yeah, I have fears, but I want to take courage on this. You know, I was reminded of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. 
when he was overwhelmed with his situation. We can read that in Matthew 26, verses 38 to 40, when Jesus said, My soul is very sor sorrowful, even to death. Having some disciples, remain here and watch with me. And uh, going a little further, you know, he fell on his face and prayed to the Father, saying, My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass over, or pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now, just like Jesus, it's okay to be honest with God, with what we feel. You know, we can go to God. He will listen to us. That's an assurance. You know, that's what I love about our God. We can be transparent to Him with our emotions, just pouring out everything, and He will not judge us. But I hope, just like Jesus, we will end with not just pouring out our emotions, but we'll end with a decision to still choose to obey God, just like what Jesus said, not as I will, but your will. You know, in the midst of sufferings, we validate our emotion, but it should not dictate our emotion. In times of sadness, you know, we can say, Lord, I'm sad, but I choose to find joy in you. Lord, sometimes, Lord, I'm mad, you know, but Lord, even if I'm mad, I choose to forgive, I choose to let go and let God. You know, sometimes we're tired, Lord, I'm tired, but I choose to find strength in you. Amen? You know, the second lesson that I saw in this verse, in the midst of suffering, is the same verse, Abiron, but as for me, that was his decision, but the second one was, my prayer is to you, O Lord. Meaning, in the midst of sufferings, we face our situation, but we fix our eyes on the person of God, of course. Now, our situation is our current reality, but the person of Jesus is the truth for eternity. Now, we always have a choice where to dwell. In your current reality or the truth of Jesus for eternity. The truth is, you know, our situations will always change, but our God never changes. Again, our situations will always change, but God never changes. And that is what is also said in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. It says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Again, in summary, the key to how David responded to his situation was David's decision was to fix his eyes on the person of God, of course. No? And it was his total dependence on God that made a huge difference. And as I close, you know, when we abide with God in full dependence, that's when the grace of God will be fully experienced. Again, when we abide with God in full dependence, that's when the grace of God will be fully experienced. We can see that his full de dependence, you know, independence of David to God resulted to words of songs and praise that welled up from his heart. And that's the verse that we have read in verse 30. And that's my prayer for all of us. Know, that we will abide in Christ and His Word, and it will always result to praises and thanks 
giving. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, for this morning. God, thank you for reminding us that sufferings is really part of life. But you also have given us, Lord, a key on how we can respond to situations we're facing. That we can always make a decision and that decision is to fix our eyes on you. Lord, we thank you because it's all about your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So let's continue to worship God once again. Every voice, every nation, let the rising generation shout the name of the risen Lord. You are strength. You are able, you forever will be faithful, you fulfill the promise of your Every voice, every voice, every nation, let the rising generation shout the name of the risen Lord God you are strength you are strength you are able you forever will be faithful you fulfill the promise of your I will trust Before we go, let me speak a word of blessing for all of us this morning. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine to you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless everyone and have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.